I'm Deva Flowers. And I'm Chief Bob Vasquez. Welcome to Creating Leaders of Character. Our purpose in creating this podcast is to help you empower yourself as a leader. Specifically as a leader of character. Deva and I come from two very different times. You might consider me an old school kind of leader. And I'm what might be considered an emerging leader. As different as our perspectives may be, we both agree that leading with character is important these days. Actually, it's always been important. Now, it may even be critical. Throughout this podcast, we'll share our perspectives, not to convince you to think like either of us, but to help you develop your own perspectives and apply them to make you a better leader. A leader of character. This podcast is powered by the Institute for Leadership and Strategic Foresight. So, as I said uh, last time we were together, by the way, hello again. Uh, <laughs> Welcome. I forget that, you know, I forget my training. My mom would slap me upside the head if I didn't say hello. Uh, and we can talk <laughs> about that because you guys don't do it. But anyway, we're talking about existence instead of life. That was uh, where we ended. But uh, let me let me suggest something that uh, Pablo Picasso said, Deva, and that's mm-hmm. that the meaning of life is to find your gift. Okay. The purpose of life is to give it away. Hmm. That's I good. think that's profound. I love that. And that's, in a way, that's how I try to, to live my life. Whatever I, the gift that I have, whatever it may be, I don't even really know that that I know what it is, but I will give it to you if if you want it, if you need it, if you're looking for it. So, uh, but that takes contemplation. It takes mm-hmm. thinking, you know, and uh, we I don't know that we think enough. And I don't know when we think, if we think about the right things. So maybe that that's probably your problem, Deva. My you, problem. You people with a <laughs> big capital Y and a capital P, you uh. people don't think enough. <laughs> What's well, your problem, sir? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. My, my um, problem is old age. <laughs> <laughs> then you stop thinking. So maybe who's thinking now? <laughs> I'm just yeah, kidding. really. Yeah. No, uh, There's a point where you can't think good. anymore, evidently. That's what my wife says. Oh, uh, Yeah. You just give yourself some peace to try yeah. and not think for a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Om, uh, om. Oh, I like it. It's, it's peaceful. <laughs> Oming is, is peaceful. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you you threw a bullet at me and said, hey, you don't think, young people. Um, and if we do think, do we think about the right things? And there's a lot of opinions nowadays, which good or bad, you know, it's great. I think it's great to discuss anything because if you don't then you're just going to end up on some echo chamber somewhere and you know never really explore if your ideas are correct at all so so yeah well, are we well, thinking me, about the, the right the caveat things? there though Deva, and again we haven't you know I, I think it's our purpose our, our us old people uh own that you aren't better than you are if that's the case if, if there's you know i, I don't know how you, how you compare but what we haven't taught you and mostly because we haven't modeled it enough is mm. yes you can have a different uh, opinion and you can discuss that in fact dr covey used to say we can uh, agree to disagree agreeably mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. that requires respect mm-hmm. and i don't think we've taught you that and, and again we don't model that so and i think most of the learning that you gain as a person growing up all of us is uh, is 
through modeling. We see people doing these things and then we model those things. I mean, yeah. why are athletes so popular? And, you know, some of them are really stupid. I, I see, I read their comments on, on social media and I think, how could you have, you, you obviously don't think. And if you think <laughs> you're not thinking deep enough because you're really saying something really stupid, you know, and I don't think they are, write their own posts anyway. Well, <laughs> well, and that's even worse, but yeah. uh, you know, they're, they're held in high esteem by the youngsters because mm -hmm. they're seen as, as heroes, uh, but they haven't thought about these things in the right way, I don't think. Mm -hmm. and, and particularly, what is your purpose in saying that? You know, other than to instigate crap, uh, garbage, yeah. you know. Uh, so uh, so anyway, I, I, I agree. And you, and you know I was messing with you about not thinking. You must think because everything is created twice. But um, in your thinking and your discourse with others, especially of, of different views, mm. it should be respectful. I, oh, I yeah. don't agree with you, but I'm okay with that. It's called empathy. Yeah. You, that's how you feel. Uh, okay, I accept that that's how you feel. I'm trying to understand how you feel, but I don't feel that way. And we mm -hmm. can leave it at that, you know. Uh, here's a quick case in point. I'm writing a, another book, by the way. And this is called War Stories, uh, Things That I Learned at the Air Force Academy by Not Graduating. But mm -hmm. uh, I used to have this uh, cadet, this uh, youngster uh, freshman, I, uh, who I saw every morning at nine o'clock in the library. And I used to send out these words of wisdom, uh, thoughts every morning at three o'clock in the morning. And uh, this young man would memorize them. He, he knew what mm -hmm. I had written. I didn't remember, you know. Like, so I see yeah. and I, I test him kind of not knowing the answer. And I say, what, what were words, the words of wisdom today? And he'd tell me. Sure. <laughs> I, you know, I had no choice but to uh, agree with him. But anyway, uh, I, we had a great relationship. That's Freshman good. year, saw him a lot. Uh, uh, love, I still love that young man. And um, he went away. You know, life happens at the academy. So freshman year, we hung out together. And then I didn't see him for two years or so. Yeah. He was an upperclassman. And then as a senior, I see him coming toward me you know, on the terrazzo. And I'd, it was like those movies where the, the <laughs> you've seen running. Marty, yeah, yeah, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we got go, come up to each other. Chief, uh, I won't use his name, so I don't embarrass him. And uh, and we hug each other, you know, man hug and all that. And how have you been? Blah, blah, blah. And he'd been uh, going, he'd been doing some great stuff. But he was back to finish his, uh, his last semester. And uh, we got to talking and eventually got to the talking about I don't know why, religion. And he mm -hmm. says, you, you know, I, I'm Muslim. And I said, oh, I, I didn't. You know, I'm Christian. Oh, I didn't. We yeah. looked at each other, Deva, for about three seconds. Who cares? And we hugged each other. Yeah. Again, you know? It yeah. was we had totally diametric, uh, separately, separate uh, uh, ways of living, cultures, and all that kind of stuff. It didn't matter. Mm -hmm. And to the, and I saw he came, he's an instructor at the academy. I saw him uh, about a year ago. And the same thing, we hugged each other and, hey, man, like, you know, and my sense is, and we haven't had this discussion, but I would be willing to die for him. You know, that's what yeah. warriors do. This is a, a man that I, I helped raise in a way, and I love him, and I can disagree with him, and that's okay. And I think he'd do the same thing, you know. Mm -hmm. If I if if, uh, if I needed a kidney and his was a match, <laughs> I think he'd give me his kidney. Yeah, because I, I would give him mine. Mine is old, so nobody wants mine. But um, <laughs> and and, if, and that got to go every five minutes, so that nobody wants. <laughs> it. But, um, but that yeah, I, I, I think that's a matter of respect, Deva. And I, mm -hmm. I'm not sure that you have got you guys have gotten it, and maybe you have. But maybe you're afraid to to express it. I don't know. You know, yeah. fear uh, can control you. Yeah, I think there's a lot of talk about, well, we're, we all have to be one. We all have to have, 
unified um, friendship and ideology. And there's a lot of um, language about the new generation saying about how kind we need to be to each other. But I think we do often forget that we all live on the same planet. You know, you're, you may be Christian, someone else may be Muslim, and then they come together. And um, I think it seems so important especially because of social media, I think it seems so important to really define your kind of echo chamber and really make sure that your opinion is the majority and that you don't lose out, you know, that, that it no longer matters that you're both human and that maybe that other person wants to hear your perspective, but instead, you know, you've kind of been a little hostile and, and haven't been able to do that. And I do think, um, I don't personally think about think this because I have a you know great relationship with you and great relationship with maybe my grandfather or whoever. But I think a lot of young people think maybe that older generations are hostile to their opinions. So therefore they can't have conversation. Um, and then the opposite, you know, you, you may think that you're hostile to, or they're hostile to yours. Um, yeah. You know, lack of you're, communication. You're right. I think that's that maybe mutual. Uh, and I, uh, and I, of, of course, I cannot speak for any other generation or anyone other than myself. But maybe yeah. it's impatience. You mm-hmm. know, it's not that we're trying to be hostile. Maybe that that seems that way because of our uh, our communication or lack of communication mm-hmm. skills. Uh, it, it may be that, but at, at the same time, you know, I think in my case, when I when I see people not doing what I think they should be doing to develop mm-hmm. their character. Uh, I, I'm more impatient because, and, and and I think that's probably a personal thing because I got, le- I got a lot less time left here than you do. Mm-hmm. I, I can't, I, yeah, I can change a little, a little bit, but I don't have that much time to, to change where if you can and understand that you might be able to do it, you got a lot more time left. So maybe not so much hostility as impatience, but nonetheless, like, why don't know, they understand or yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and, and, and it's, I think it's human that we expect everyone to have lived our lives. You know, I expect that you have the same experience that I do. We even say that, been there, done that, got the t-shirt. No, you (laughs) haven't. No, maybe it's a similar situation. Maybe it's the same place. Times have changed. The situations have changed. Technology is, everything has changed. The world has changed. So you have not been there. Um, But someone said said that and then it's stuck. Kind of like the, the best kind of knowledge is knowing that you don't know at all at all anything Uh, and maybe aristotle has said that i don't know but maybe killed him because uh, he said that you guys are stupid basically is what he said and uh, yeah they killed him yeah don't say that okay don't put on your t-shirt or anything like that because somebody might kill you for it uh yeah at least uh they'll cancel you i think that's the term that uh, yeah a little bit of cancel culture um which which is really really sad um no matter who's being canceled, you know, yeah. uh, it, that's the the foundation of democracy. Anyway, it's just that idea that maybe if we all shared, we'd, we'd come to truth. Um, and, uh, so yeah, we were talking about the, the purpose of life and, and I think it's the same concept. There's a lot of different opinions about what it means to live, why we live, what we do every day. And, I think um, if more people really tried to dive deep into that and said, wait, no, I have kind of wondered why I'm here on this earth and, and let's actually explore that. I think people would have more fulfilling lives, especially my generation. I think people would, would be a little bit less reckless and really intentional with their lives. um, If they really started to think about what the purpose of life is. Yeah. And, and, you know, part of it, I think is that uh, as we've become more industrialized, We've lost our connection to nature. 
Mm. You know, mm -hmm. because I and I, I I have no idea. I've never asked you how much time do you invest in nature. But uh, you know, and you know, kind of where I live up here in the mountains in uh, in Colorado, and uh, what really connects me, among many things, is when it snows. Mm. I, I go out there and I, I've got two puppies now, so I take them out to go do their business. And um, often while I'm waiting for them, I I enjoy the the beauty of this place that I live in. You know, I've got 50 foot pines all over the place. It's mm. a forest and, uh, and the snow is just drifting little by little. It's kind of, I often tell people I, I'm in a snow globe because that's what it looks <laughs> like, you know, and it's beautiful. Fun. It's beautiful. It's so quiet. You know that I can uh, I can hear nature, you know, mm. and and it's saying stuff that's not audible, and uh, so you know spiritually that affects me a lot, yeah. and, and and I think possibly it may be, and I, I know there's a, certainly a, some people youngsters go out into nature and all that stuff, but we've lost that connection. We don't do that, I think, as a, as a culture as much as we used to. We live in a city, yeah. you know, where big buildings and all that kind of stuff, which there's nothing wrong with that, but maybe we should connect more with nature. Because mm -hmm. every time that I do, I'm my humil uh, humility uh, score goes huge because I think I'm nothing. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm really nothing. And just uh, in awe of the it, world. It is. It is. It is. And and that helps me think about when I come back in and you know if if I'm uh, if Deb is up and all that you know the the value of her relationship, our relationship, my kids and all that, and you and all of these people that I touch every day. So uh, at least that be starts it. You know. Uh, mm -hmm. And then, and then the next part, of course, is gratitude. But uh, but it does take some thinking. You, you yes. have to be purposeful. Today, I am going to think about how grateful I am. Start. Mm -hmm. I do that every morning when I wake up. That's the first thing I do is uh, uh, say thank you to the Creator for all the things that I have, which none of none of which I deserve. Uh, yeah. So maybe the bad stuff. But but I'm not that bad, <laughs> David. I am not that bad. I don't care what <laughs> you right, read right. or what you think. I am not that bad. I believe you. <laughs> I believe you. Yeah, I I think we need we're missing out on the opportunity to have more nature and also more silence. And uh, a lot of the world today, you know, maybe it's my generation, but maybe it's more um, Gen Z, Gen X, Gen millennials. Um, uh, all of those generations have been overly commercialized. And so everything is about how quickly can we get an ad to your phone or how quickly can we get you in the grocery store or how quickly can we get you on this new medication that's going to solve all your problems. And, um, and so it's all about doing things super, super fast. And when that's the case, there's no chance to breathe. You know, you have your Google calendar open and everything's filled to the, to the brim. Uh, and, and if it's not filmed, filmed, filled to the brim and you just decide to sit outside for a little bit or play the guitar, then, then you're losing the game or you're, you're not living your life to its fullest. Um, one thing real quick, um, that was really good. Um, a, a, another thing from, from this book, um, Aristotle's Nicomanian ethics, uh, is a lot of that is huge noise. And that's something that my military experience has taught me is they try to say, cut out the noise, you know, when somebody's yelling at you or you have to go through some intense, um, um, experiment or, or training, then you try to cut out all the non-important noise and really focus on what's your mission. What's your purpose? What are you doing? And so we talk about all of our daily activities, right? Like you imagine you wake up, you drink coffee, go to school or you wake up, you drink coffee, <laughs> go to work, feed the dog, eat some food, uh, say hi to your mom, call your mom, uh, all of these things. What, what's the purpose of, of the little things? You know, what's the purpose of drinking coffee? 
uh, some people might say, especially if you're a college student, the purpose is to survive. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. uh, if, if you're, uh, you know, what's the purpose of going to bed? Maybe that's survival. Um, and Aristotle talks about these things or what's the purpose of playing a video game? Is it is it pleasure? Um, maybe you're trying to learn something. What's the purpose of school? Maybe that's learning. Yeah. And so if and you, those, uh, and the, the games, uh, Deva, I think mm -hmm. they, they, can, they can be purposeful. You know, yeah. uh, Dr. Covey used to talk about, we, we, we had this, I used to teach this course on, on a uh, uh, time quote, time management, which is really not about time management. It's about uh, managing your purpose. But mm. there, there, if, if you, and you, we all do, I think need some time just to do something totally different, uh, use yeah. our brain totally different. And, and I don't do that gaming thing. So I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> but maybe it's just to, to get your mind away from the work or whatever it is that's really uh, that you're investing a lot more time doing. And that's OK, as long as you don't do it consistently and constantly, yeah. because then that becomes the problem. You know, it's like with uh, with with raising a family, you, you know, you, you get tired of those yeah. little munchkins. Uh, we were just uh, for Christmas. We went home for with uh, my my babies and she has four kids and uh, it's time intensive and purpose mm -hmm. intensive because they're all over me. Opa, Opa, Opa. Yeah. It's like, well, I, I don't know. Wait, wait a minute. Who said that? Uh, because uh, they're all over me, which I, I miss when I'm not with them. You know, it's, yeah, it's kind of like of a course. paradox. But at the same time, you know, uh, you, you need that break. So mm -hmm. sometimes, again, go take a walk. Yeah. Somewhere. Go outside, take a walk. And maybe if it's, you know, like in Colorado, but walking in the snow is kind of cool, but uh, go to the mall, you know, the old farts that yeah. walk the mall, you know, <laughs> mall value. walkers. Yeah. Yeah. Go out there and just, you know, clear your mind and don't think about all of that other garbage. Uh, but, um, but again, you know, my sense is connect with that, connect with nature. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, I have a friend who, I, I don't know if he's an astronomer or something, he likes stars and he's always uh, point, put, putting uh posting pictures on Facebook about the stars and the, the galaxies and all that. And uh, when I look at that, I think, whoa, mm. we're nothing yeah. <laughs> compared to that. We're nothing. I'm very humbling. And the uh, first thing, you know, I'm up at the 0300, 3, 3 o'clock in the morning, or dark 30. And uh, a lot of times when the skies are beautiful, when there's no clouds, uh, you can see all these stars. And I think, wow, mm. you know, think about that. Contemplate that. Where do you fit in this universe? And mm -hmm. you'll find that you're, you know, you're not anywhere as big as you think you are, which yeah. I think, I hope builds, at least in me, it builds uh, uh, humility. And mm -hmm. then I think about how can I help this these people that, are, that, that don't have that or have less than I do. Uh, yeah. It gets me thinking and, and possibly doing, you know, a little bit more. So, yeah, so, it makes you feel it. more more humbled and maybe it also makes you feel like your problems are smaller, <laughs> yeah. um, which is good. And and yeah. you mentioned earlier, uh, you know, the, the problem becomes when you play video games all day. And uh, I think I would ask because a lot of people, you know, maybe you are sitting at home doing a, a lot of games. Maybe you're not just playing games. Maybe you're just doing a lot of drugs. Maybe you're addicted to something else. And uh, and it's funny because. I think the question is, well, why, why is what I'm doing a problem? And I think we've assumed that the reason is because if that's all you do, if that's all of your actions, like we talked about getting up, drinking coffee, getting up and then going to bed, what's the purpose of all those things? Well, what's the purpose of playing video games? If it's all you do, that's the purpose of your life. That's the purpose of how you're choosing to spend the gifts um, that you have. And so the problem is, may not be that, oh, you know, he hasn't, uh, slept or she hasn't slept or eaten anything healthy because uh, they're playing video games. The problem is that you have a purpose and we need to 
discuss maybe what that purpose is and explore and uh, figure out the the benefits and blessings of of life and yeah. uh, go adventure in the snow and figure out what those are. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Well, let, let's finish up this uh, session with a, a quote from Mark Twain. Mm. The two most important days in your life are the day you are born and the day you find out why. Mm -hmm. Yeah, That's one deep. day. That's Very deep. deep. We'll see you next That's week. That's the goal. Bye, Chief. Thank you for listening. We hope that there was something that you heard in this episode that will help empower you to become a better leader. A leader of character. If you'd like to connect with us, please email us at cloc at leadershipandforesight.org. Until next time, be great. This podcast is powered by the Institute for Leadership and Strategic Foresight.